taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, PPC friends. It's another episode of PPC Rockstars. And our Rockstar this week is uh, a, a guest that's new to the show. And uh, I've known him for a while. But um, we thought it would be fun to uh, cover a different platform today. And... Uh, to do that, we have probably the world's leading expert on LinkedIn advertising, and that is uh, founder of B2B Link, AJ Wilcox. Welcome to the show, AJ. Dave, it's so great being here on a podcast that calls me a rock star. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you, you deserve the title, believe me. <laughs> so, um, a lot of listeners do not advertise on LinkedIn. And uh, why don't you give us a, a little bit on why they should? Sure thing. Well, I imagine that a lot of your listeners are uh, are probably on the search side of things. And yep. search is, is excellent for getting people who are currently looking for you. Um, but the complaint that I hear from sales teams all the time is when you send a whole bunch of AdWords leads, they'll tell you, number one, thank you. These leads are all super hot, but they always follow it up with a but. But can we qualify these folks a little bit more because we're talking to the CEO and we're talking to the proverbial janitor and everyone in between. Could we maybe get more of these people who are maybe towards the executive level or more at the level where we need them? And that's what LinkedIn is so good about is getting access to people because of their level of seniority in the organization, because of what size of organization or what industry they're in. It's a great way of, of getting to where every single impression, every single lead is from your ideal type of customer. Mm -hmm. Good point. Now, why is that? Because when you very first join onto LinkedIn, you give them a lot of data about yourself, like uh, your current job title, what company you work at. Uh, companies a lot of times will give LinkedIn this data about what uh, what size they are and things just so they can have a company page. And then they in turn open that data up to advertisers where we can say, uh, hey, we only want to show our ads to CEOs of tech companies in the Western states who are in, uh, you know, uh, let's say companies with over 500 people, that's the level of granularity you can get here. Very nice. So it's uh, analogous to Facebook advertising or Facebook targeting, let's say, since uh, yeah. Facebook also has a lot of information about uh, each one of its members. Exactly. I mean, the, the same level of targeting that you get on Facebook ads or Twitter ads for B2C, uh, LinkedIn is the equivalent on the B2B side. Okay, so... Some of our audience has uh, uh, dipped their toe into LinkedIn and discovered PCs are really high. Yeah. Now, is, is, is that still the case? Or uh, if it is, why, why do you think that is? Yeah, it's it's absolutely still the case. I mean, from the very inception of LinkedIn ads, they set bid floors at $2, which I, I – I understand why they did it. They, they didn't want riffraff. They didn't want belly fat ads kind of plaguing the platform. <laughs> they wanted it to always feel premium. Um, but I, I still don't feel like competition should have uh, risen to the point where it is right now. So yeah. right now, advertisers are averaging somewhere between about 6 and $8 cost per click, which is obviously very high if you're, if you're used to using other social platforms. And 
you know, AdWords, depending on what industry you're on, that could be high or that could be low. Um, the reason why I think this is the case, people just don't spend a whole lot of time on LinkedIn like they do on Facebook or like they do on Google. And so the ad inventory becomes limited and you have all these big B2B companies who are selling really expensive software who go, I would pay, you know, $14 to get in front of the person who's ready to buy a new CRM system. And so I think that drives the competition up. Right. Well, it also, I, it sounds like it, it, uh, restricts a lot of advertisers who I, I, I guess, uh, can't afford three or three to $600 a lead, uh, do you see any movement of small businesses to using LinkedIn? Yeah, I have quite a few um, in just in recent memory that that are doing this. And you know, we're an ad agency where all we specialize in is just helping people with LinkedIn ads. And so, of course, we have some of the largest accounts on the platform, but we all also have these very small just getting started. And the fact of the matter is because your cost per click is so high initially, you need to gather a lot of data and that can be really expensive for the small folks. Um, So I would highly recommend that if you're going to approach LinkedIn ads, make sure that you're spending at least about 5k a month. If you spend too much less than that, you're probably going to get bored fast uh, because you don't have enough data to analyze and you might just assume it's not working. But if you're able to, to spend more than that, that's fantastic. You'll gather data very quickly. That's a really good point, and and you can even extrapolate it to the other platforms where um, especially small businesses like to start out really cheap and uh, limit their budgets. And I always try to convince clients to uh, look at the first month or two as a a data-gathering phase when they should be investing a lot in just gathering the data that will inform them on how to invest in the future. Exactly. I mean, I feel like if you're if you're looking to just get started, absolutely dedicate your first month of, of just this is going to be the time where we gather data. Um, but I mean, you can be smart about where you're spending those dollars. You can go in and spend on Bing ads and Facebook ads where you know your, your traffic is going to be the least expensive out there. And then as you learn and as you, you're able to grow your budget, sure, graduate into other platforms um, where the prices are a little bit more premium. Yep. So um Let's see. Microsoft recently acquired LinkedIn, and um, there are a lot of rumors going around about how LinkedIn might be used as an ad ad platform. Um, What do you think is going to happen? Ooh, I, I think that we're talking about two giant organizations that both move the the speed of a dinosaur. Right. Um, so, if as I think, so we will see something happen here, uh, and. My guess is probably 2019, 2020 is where we start to see this happen. But if you can imagine, you know, I talked about that example of the the sales team having issues with with search leads and then having issues with with social leads. They're very, very different, right? Your search leads are going to be very high intent, ready to close now. And your social ones, you're going to have to nurture a lot more. And so they're just very different types of leads. But if you can imagine in the future, a world where we can say, we want to target any IT executive who is currently searching for new CRM software, for instance. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the confluence of search and social here is beautiful. And that's where I expect it to go in the future. Uh, so the the uh, people that are, the advertisers that are drooling over the possibility of um, setting up and and optimizing campaigns for LinkedIn through the Bing ads interface, they're they're going to have to wait a while. 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. And, and I, I hope that's the case because, uh, quite frankly, we're the only agency out there who specializes in LinkedIn ads. And if everyone who advertises on Bing all of a sudden becomes a LinkedIn expert, I'm up for some competition. <laughs> there you go. Good point. So advertising on LinkedIn is fundamentally display advertising. So it's it's really demand generation. Um, now, is it pure demand generation when you could know so much about your, your target audience? Or is there a little bit of, as you just said, uh, intent to signal um, what the advertisers should do with messaging, for example. You know, it, it's interesting that you ask about this because I, I really uh, approached LinkedIn early on, assuming that it was it was all going to be a hundred percent display. I was going to lose all of my intent, uh, and then LinkedIn opened up this this uh, pilot. This has been a year and a half ago, uh, where you could show your your sponsored content ads off of LinkedIn. And what I noticed was. Uh, you know, a 5% increase in my impressions, but my quality of leads were going down and my conversion rates were going down. Mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that I realized, okay, it's not quite straight display because when someone is on LinkedIn, they're either thinking about their job or their career. And most of the time you're going to show them an offer that augments one of those two things. And so just the fact that they're on LinkedIn gives them, I think a little bit more intent than if they were just on the general web. That's a good point. So we're going to be talking after the break about uh, some of the new features, um, but what what kind of features in LinkedIn uh, are are already competitive with the search engines, for example? Yeah, so uh, I mean, it took a while. I, I laugh about this now, but I was a little upset about it before. Uh, we recently got conversion tracking. So conversion tracking was something that we got kind of mid-2016, and it was something us advertisers, especially the the more advanced ones, have been complaining about for years. So we have conversion tracking now. Um, we we got retargeting, and uh, and as you'd know, is custom audiences or, or uh, AdWords customer match. We got the ability to match by email address. And then we also got, uh, um, if you know the lead gen forms uh, uh, on Facebook ads, and they were lead gen cards on Twitter, this ability to write within the ad unit itself, collect information. We got that back in March of this year. And then of course my favorite, and I hope we do get to talk about this after the break, is company match. So the ability to to say, here is a list of companies. I only want to show ads to the people I want to within this specific list of organizations. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Definitely. Hey, why don't we take that break now? Um, listeners, don't go away. Listen to these uh, great messages from our sponsors. And AJ, thanks for hanging with us. You bet. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. How much are your best ideas worth? PriorThings.com gives you an added layer of protection for all of your intellectual property, ideas, and creative things. New business idea, pitch deck, PowerPoint presentation, song lyrics, source code, killer blog posts. We help you protect it all. How do we do it? We use the same technology platform that secures transactions for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Learn more at PriorThings.com. Check out exclusive listener pricing for Cranberry Radio listeners by going to bit.ly slash Founders Circle. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we're back with A.J. Wilcox of B2B Link, talking about LinkedIn advertising. So um, let's get into that. What, what are the new features that uh, excite you and why? Okay, so first off, on uh, I mentioned on the last segment there that in March, we got the ability to, to to do what are called lead gen forms, where you're interacting with the ad, you're submitting your information right there. This can go directly into a CRM, or you can go in every night and download a list of the leads that came in. So this was really cool. This is a, a great feature in Facebook. Twitter actually retired it, so I don't know if they were having issues with it. Uh, it works in some cases, doesn't work in, in all. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty exciting. And then in April, it was actually April 24th this year, they came out with the three new features. The first was retargeting. And we, in in the search and social community, advertising community in general, we've been screaming for, come on, give us retargeting. And they gave it to us, and I'm actually just... Um, really? Yeah, your, your cookie window is only 90 days. And so... Okay. If you're paying, let's say you're paying $6 a click to fill this audience, and of course this is going to be a great audience, it's it's pretty expensive to fill that with the minimum number of 300 people inside of it, and then to have it just go away after 90 days. Uh, anyway, it's kind of disappointing. And plus uh, – oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was – punctuating what you were saying. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then Facebook in AdWords, we have this ability to, to trigger retargeting audiences by event. So time on site or number of pages. On LinkedIn, it's purely, did you land on this page? Okay, you're in an audience. Okay. And so it's it's a little bit on the weak side. Um, I, I don't think it's a very strong offering, but I hope they improve it in the future. What I am excited about is both the email match and the company match. So email match works very similar to custom audiences on Facebook. And uh, you just take a list of email addresses and upload them. There's a big benefit here because same as Facebook, if you use personal email addresses, you're going to have a really high match rate. And that's awesome because uh, everyone signs up for LinkedIn with their personal account. But on the B2B side is where where everyone struggles, right? Uh, uh-huh. On what I found in just an informal study I did with friends, I just said, hey, go into your LinkedIn account, look and see what email addresses it has associated for you. And four out of the five people that I asked had their their business email address saved in there as well as their personal. Uh-huh. And so even it doesn't matter whether your address is a B2C address or a B2B, oftentimes you'll have really great match rates. 
And um, okay, so the third one is the company match. And I described that a little bit, but the ability to take a list of up to 300,000 companies and put it into a campaign and advertise against it or use it as a, as a suppression list. And so I think one of the things that everyone here on the call can and should be doing, go take a list of all of your competitors, upload them as a, as a, uh, a list into LinkedIn, and then any ad that you're running, add that list as a negative, suppress that list, and then pretty much every ad that you show is going to fly under the radar of your competition. They have no, no, no idea what you're doing. Okay, that sounds intriguing. Upload a list of your competitors. Um, you're not talking about uploading their email addresses. Do you, do you upload their domain names or what? Just their company names. Okay. And, and of course, this uh, it's a it's a data completion issue. So if you have small companies that are your competition, it's possible that you're not going to match against them because they need to have a company page created on LinkedIn to be identified. But if you're if you're in like mid market or enterprise where all of these companies are going to be on LinkedIn, yeah, just add their company name to a spreadsheet, upload that in, and then add it as a negative. Wow, that's hot. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can do that with uh, either Facebook or um, Google AdWords customer match. Exactly. So with Facebook, I have done this uh, like negating by by employer. The problem is so few people are actually putting their work information into their their personal Facebook profile, and so you'll have like. I don't know, 5%, 10% maybe will have their job title or their company name. And so you can't use it as a, as a suppression list and assume that like none of your ads are going to reach your competition, but you can on LinkedIn. Hey, I've got a tip for you. You could actually create a Google AdWords remarketing list of people that have come to the site from LinkedIn. Love it. Do you, do you want to describe that? Yeah, sure. So, uh, in general, retargeting on uh, on Google or, or yeah, okay, I'll say on Google. Retargeting Google is is great, except you only know two things about that traffic when they come in. You know what keyword they typed about, and you know what landing page they landed on. Yep. And so you create these audiences around a snapshot in time what they what they were searching for. And so there's not much I can do with that audience except for you know maybe try to upsell, maybe cross-sell, uh, maybe just try to get them back to, to sell the original thing. But when you're talking about social, I can I can send um let's say every person who comes from from this campaign on LinkedIn who lands on that landing page is going to be a CEO. And so what I'm going to do is with, with AdWords and with Facebook ads, take all of the traffic that lands from my LinkedIn campaigns and put them into a, a retargeting audience that I call CEOs. Yeah. And now any offer that I shared to them, I know who they are. I know what they might be interested in. And so I can do these cross-sells, upsells. I can offer them more things that might augment what their position is. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely. And you can tailor the messaging. You can even tailor the subsequent landing page that the AdWords ad uh, lands on. Exactly. You can call out to them. You know they're a CEO, so why not say, hey, CEOs? Right. Okay, any other new features? You know, that that's uh, I'm part of a few pilots that I'm pretty excited about, but because we're official LinkedIn partners, um, I have to keep mum on, on uh, the okay. things that aren't aren't production ready. Uh, but I am excited about several of the things that are coming out. And um yeah, I'll, I'll release on Twitter when I find out. <laughs> okay. 
Well, l- let me put it this way. What would you love to see in the platform that is doesn't exist now? Well, I mean, this is going to sound really rudimentary to, to your guests, but what I really want is the ability to bid by device. <laughs> so, ah, uh, yeah. Sponsored content, for instance, you're, you know, that 70% of your traffic because it's, it's a social network is going to come from the app. And so mobile device traffic is off, you know, off the charts on sponsored content. And, uh, if your landing page is not very mobile friendly, it, it like, you're just gonna have really expensive cost per conversion. You're going to be like, you know, 150 to $200 or more cost per conversion. Whereas if you run something like text ads that you know are only going to happen on desktop, they're not shown on mobile devices. Oh, then I didn't know that. Yeah, you may have like $80, $90 cost per conversion with exactly the same offer. So I wish I could target by, by device. And then also I'm sure you know right now video is so hot in the native, uh, the native ad platforms, the native video platforms. And so, uh, you know, I've run campaigns on Facebook ads where I start with a video and then let them trickle down into a landing page. And I end up with lower cost per conversion than if I just had a a link click ad leading right to the same landing. I added an extra step. LinkedIn doesn't have this yet. And, you know, with no native video, I I feel like they're missing the boat. So I think those are my two hope to, you know, hope to have soon features. Nice. So, um, Tell me, tell me more about sponsored content. Is is that? Uh, would you say that's analogous to or identical to native ads? Yeah, great question. So the sponsored content is the ad unit on LinkedIn that appears in your newsfeed. So it'd be very similar to that of a promoted post on Facebook ads. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the text ads that I mentioned, sorry, they, I have to use LinkedIn's names for it and they, they don't always make sense. Uh, text ads are the ones that you see over in the right rail of LinkedIn when you're just on general pages. And there will be a, a usually a, a three pack of little text ads with a 50 by 50 image next to them. Right. And those, like I mentioned before, they come in only from desktop traffic, which is really helpful if you have really long and involved forms. But they have incredibly low engagement rates. And so you need this massive audience to drive any amount of traffic. All right. Hey, listen, we need to uh, cut away again for sponsor messages. So um, listeners, please stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 
and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E digital.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with A.J. Wilcox of B2B Link talking about LinkedIn. Oh, B2Blinked.com is the company name. Uh, A.J., you do some writing. Uh, where, where can listeners see your uh, articles? You know, most of the time uh, I'm going to be publishing on marketingland.com. I'm in a... I'm in an eight-week cycle, and I write so slowly, so that's pretty much the only place that gets my content right now. <laughs> right. I know that feeling. <laughs> how about how about speaking engagements? Where, where can uh, listeners catch you? Oh, uh, most of the SMX events, when they do the, uh, the, the social ads workshop, I'm speaking in there. Um, uh, Hero Conference, um, Social Media Marketing World, Content Marketing Conference. If you go to any of those series, usually I'm there. Wow. Okay. Now, content marketing conference, did you say, or, or content yes. marketing? Okay. Yeah, content marketing conference in Boston. Okay. And um, how how do how does advertising fit into th- their agenda? You know, because um, because well, essentially because of sponsored content, this ad unit that appears in your feed, uh, okay. so much of it has to be around the the content that you're using to start a conversation with with your potential clientele. Um, so I think that's the really solid fit there. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we just have a couple minutes left. Any, any final words of advice for, uh, let's say advertisers that haven't really, um, used LinkedIn in an, in an in-depth way. Yeah. Okay. The, it's going to take a little bit of a, of a backstory, but bear with me. I'll get, I'll get to the point here. So, uh, usually in social advertising, you have two different types of professionals who do it. Number one, you have the people like, like you and I who came from the search side. We understand how to structure accounts. We know how to control for variables. Uh, it, it's a process. And we've learned this over the, the last 15 years or whatever on AdWords, how to do this really properly. So we, we a- approach it with a very testing focused methodology. And then you have the folks who ended up in paid social who started in organic social. And then at some point their employer said, Hey, would you spend some money on ads for us? And so those folks really get the creative, uh, the search folks really get account structure. And, and when I look at an account, I can tell, uh, how it was designed, like who, who designed it. Uh, I will tell you the most beautiful thing about search people when we get into, uh, into paid social is we create these, what I'll call micro segments. So imagine that a client comes to you and they say, we want to target, uh, marketing decision makers. And so, uh, let's say an organic social person would jump in there and they'd say, okay, let's create a campaign marketing job function. So it's the department you work in and manager, director, VP, C-level. And, and they would leave it at that. They would have a single audience. Well, as search people, we would come in and say, Hey, look, uh, I, I know that a director is going, going to 
act differently than a manager is going to act differently than a CMO. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to create four separate segments, one just marketing managers, one directors, one VP, and one CMOs. And I'm going to run all four of these audiences concurrently. This is the beautiful part about LinkedIn is because they have so much granular data, you can separate your audiences out. And now you can run exactly the same offer to all four audiences and see just by your engagement rate and also see by your conversion rate. what do CMOs care about? What do individual contributors uh, care about? And I can measure and I can start tuning my content to what uh, the the audience I actually want to reach, the ones who bring me the most money. I can start writing content to them. So you get, you get data uh, for each one of the micro segments? Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have them separated out into, into separate campaigns. Oh, um, uh, okay. This sure. might be the equivalent of ads, uh, ad groups on, uh, on AdWords. Right. But, as long as they're separated out, now you can compare the metrics against each other. Gotcha. Hey, uh, we're going to have you have to have you back on. We've got so much more to talk about, but unfortunately, we are right at the close. But I want to make sure that listeners know how they can contact you if, oh, for example, they want to hire your company. Sure thing. Well, if you go to uh, b2linked.com, it's the letter B, the number two, and then the word linked.com. If you fill out the form on the website, uh, you're not going to get put into a into like a sales funnel. You're not going to be talked to by a, a salesperson. You're just going to get me, and I don't sell. So feel free to ask any question you want there. I'm also on Twitter. Wilcox AJ is my handle, and uh, and I check it frequently. So um, I would welcome your questions. I I can attest to that. Well, AJ, thank you so much for joining us. Um, And as I said, we'll definitely have you on again. This is a topic that uh, we need to explore some more. Awesome. I I have so much more to share. So I'm looking forward to our next appointment. (laughs) Cool. And listeners, thanks for hanging with us. Come back in about two weeks for another episode of PPC Rockstars. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 